Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome to another Wine Chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. How are you, Denny? I am doing quite well, and I'm so glad to be living in this part of the country for a lot of reasons, because they've got some real weird rules in Pennsylvania when it comes to liquor stores. Oh, they're all owned by the state. Yeah, and if you have to find them, I mean, there's good luck with that. Uh, but we had a great time. I'm sure Susie Jones took good care of you. She was terrific. Outstanding. Just what, terrific. Well, what should we talk about today? You know, someone asked me the other day about U.S. wine consumption, and you know, I've thought, well, I don't know much about that. Let me look into it. Well, I found it fascinating. I hope everybody else will enjoy it as much as I have uh, looking into it. You know, the U.S. is a wine exporter, so we send our wines. We export about 1.5 billion gallons of wine a year. And who would have ever dreamt that? You know, in this country, we had something called prohibition. So there was a 12-year period where you couldn't, manufacture wine unless you were uh, affiliated with a church or you could do wine at home. But uh, wine was taboo just as all alcohol was taboo. But So I said, well, let me look into this a little bit. I was surprised to find out that our per capita consumption uh, in the last year recorded was 2016 is three gallons per person. And that's huge. When I started out in the business, it was about one liter per person, which is about a little over a quart. So in 40-some years, it has jumped up uh, tremendously. As a matter of fact, in the last uh, 10 years, uh, it's jumped up over 22%. Uh, and, and if you look at it, grapes are the highest value fruit crop in the United States, uh, worth over $5 billion a year. And that's amazing, you know, when we think about agricultural crops in this part of the world, we think about soybeans and corn, etc. We wouldn't even think about grape. Uh, and it, with all that, it's the sixth largest crop in the United States. Over 25,000 farms grow grapes in the United States, and they produce about 7 million tons of grapes. Uh, in we also produce in this country 350 million gallons of uh, wine, and 90% of that is in California. And we produce in the United States 10% of the world's production of wine, which just blows me away. Uh, we are the largest country in consumption of wine a year. We uh, And the uh, sales are just incredible, $35 billion a year in wine sales. It, it just, the whole thing blew me away. There are wineries now in every single one of the 50 states. Another astonishing fact, you know, Thomas Jefferson would have loved that. He tried to grow grapes at Monticello, his uh, ancestral home, and was never very successful. He never was able to produce uh, the wine like he had in Europe. And he was a big, big importer of wine. He shared his wines with George Washington and uh, all the early founding fathers. He was big on wine. And he would be astonished today to see that all across our 50 states, even Alaska and Hawaii, have bonded wineries in them. It's just astonishing to me. There's over 8,000 wineries in the United States. 
uh, as I said, we export about 500 million cases of wine around the world. Our biggest markets are the European common uh, area, you know, the EU, uh, followed by uh, Canada, China, Japan, and then Mexico. Uh, in California, they produce 90% of the wine in the United States and over 90% of the grapes in the United States. Uh, the wineries in California, just to imagine this, there's almost 4,000 wineries in California, followed by, we talked about several weeks ago, Washington, where there's 720 uh, wineries. That's the second largest. Oregon and then New York. And But New York drops all the way down to 300. And, you know, in Minnesota, we've got 70 wineries that are bonded which is amazing. Uh, wine consumption in the United States, it's not very surprising, I don't think. D.C. is the number one per capita consumer of wine, 26 gallons. New Hampshire, number two, 19. Vermont, three, 18. Massachusetts, 17. And Minnesota, we've got a lot of catching up to do, folks. We only consume nine gallons, but we're way ahead of the national average. However, in alcohol consumption... It just is astonishing where the number one state in alcohol consumption in the United States is our neighbor, North, South Dakota, and followed by Alaska, Wisconsin, and North Dakota. So North and South Dakota are right at the top in alcohol consumption, followed very, very closely by Wisconsin. <laughs> and then you have to go all the way to Alaska to get even close. Uh, the countries that produce wine, Italy produces the most wine, and they go back and forth with France. One year it will be France, next year it will be Italy. They're very close. Uh, and then Spain and third or fourth in the world is the U.S. Uh, in producing wine. Uh, it, it astonishes me when you look at consumption of wine. Where would you think the world's largest wine drinkers are? No one would ever guess. I sure wouldn't have. It's the Vatican City. <laughs> they consume 55 gallons per capita, followed by Andorra, which produces 46 gallons. And it, it just astonishes me. You have to get down to France, which is we always think is the number one. They're fifth. They mm. consume about 42 uh, per capita. It, it just is amazing. Uh, when you look at that, France and Italy going back and forth over all these years of who produces the most wine, and we're right on the top. As they said, you know, of course, we've, we absorb more wine than those countries do, mainly because we have 350 million people, and both Italy and France have just a fraction of that. But uh, the statistics are staggering. I mean, we have really a major, major player in the world of wine around the world. You know, our education here at the Davis in California, everybody in the world wants to send somebody to Davis to learn about wine. And, of course, we go to Europe to learn traditions and techniques and uh, the study of terroir and all that. But when you get into really the science of wine, it all comes back to the United States. And it's sort of interesting. Production worldwide has dropped a little bit, 
of wine. Uh, again, Italy being first, France being second, Spain third. Uh, but the reason mainly is the EU pays people to dig up vineyards, because, and that's why the production is down. Uh, they have too much wine in, all over the, the Europe Common Union, and uh, so a lot of times they take all that wine and convert it into alcohol, uh, even for medicinal alcohol, not just drinking alcohol. And so they've been, for the last 15 years, paying people to uproot vineyards. So there's been a drop in the production, but not in consumption. Uh, the U.S. consumes the most, again, because we've got the most people here. But it, it, it's a never-ending process on how that all goes about. And uh, I think interesting statistics is Germany per capita imports more wine than any other country. Uh, it, it's just incredible. But remember, Germany doesn't produce much red wine, and they drink a lot of red wine. Uh, number two in uh, consuming is the U.K., England, Ireland, Scotland, etc. Uh, and U.K. production is on the rise there because of global warming or climactic change, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there are vineyards popping up all over the U.K., uh, up in Wales and Scotland and southern England. And uh, the U.S. is the third largest uh, wine importer. Uh, we import about five and a half to six billion dollars a year uh, worth of wine. Our, it's interesting where Minnesota ranks, we consume of that wine production only about half of one percent in Minnesota. So we got some catching up to do, folks. Uh, you know, we have a kind of a noble history, if you will, of wine in the United States. There have been vineyards planted here for over 300 years. And as I said, we had that horrible setback called Prohibition, and we had to overcome that. But when we overcame that, we came back just roaring. And like I say, the consumption in the United States, it just blows me away. When I started out, it was about a liter per capita per year, and most of that was drunk by either effete snobs or immigrants. Uh, no one else drank wine, and people were just in love with their martinis and Manhattans and uh, cocktails. They just didn't drink wine. And today, uh, white wine uh, is the most popular aperitif in the world, or oh. in the United States. In the U.S.? Yes, okay. absolutely. Wow. wow. Well, so the, the statistics are just mind-boggling, and I hope I didn't bore everybody. I think those statistics, to me, were very interesting. And I, just to show you how the wine industry has changed, and, you know, we're producing such good wines in the United States. We really are a world-class producer of wine. When you look at the wines that are produced in Oregon, Washington, California, I mean, uh, they don't have to take a backseat no. to anybody. And speaking of good wines, whatever your price range, you're going to find anything you need at any Haskell's location. Indeed. And, you know, Haskell's has kicked off our fabulous fall sale today. Stop in. You won't believe the bargains. Our 24-page catalog is online. And it came in the newspapers, both Minneapolis and St. Paul, on Friday. 
And, you know, Haskell's folks love to talk about wine. They love to put you in touch with the wine. And best of all, they'll help you put in touch with the wine that won't break the banks. Some great wines at great prices during our fall sale. And today, Saturday, they have the grand tasting. So they're opening all sorts, 30, 40 wines at each store. And you can taste all these wines that are on sale. There's a Haskell's near you in Bloomington, Chanhassen. Haskell's in Excelsior, off of 35 in Faribault. Our super seller is not to be missed up in Maple Grove. In downtown Minneapolis on Saturday, there's free parking. Minneapolis store is uh, open also on Sundays downtown. There's a Haskell's in Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. If you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com or go to WCCO.com slash white. It'll take you right to the Haskell's website where you can explore our 24-page fall wine sale catalog. Looking it forward is unbelievable. To it. Jack, we'll talk next week, I hope. I'll look forward to it. Bye-bye.